This episode of Please Blow My Mind is brought to you by floatculture.co.nz. That's right, if you are looking for a float, meaning a beautiful way to kind of connect with your mind, if you're a busy person and don't have time for meditation and all that kind of stuff, book in a float with floatculture.co.nz and they will look after you. You do not need any experience, okay? You can go there, they have a team of experts who will guide you through your float. Why is floating good? Well, it's an hour by yourself. That's good, but it's more than that. Your sensory deprivation, you're going into a tank, you're safe, you're floating in this water, you can see nothing, you can hear nothing. What happens? You connect back with you, and that's amazing. So floatculture.co.nz is the place to go. They're sponsoring the podcast. It's good for the mind. Podcast for your mind, the float tank for your mind and body. It's all good stuff. In a very busy world, I highly recommend you get out there and have a float. This episode also brought to you by my Give A Little page. So if you go on giveallittle.co.nz and search Podcast Caravan Studio, I come up and I'm currently raising money. I'm trying to raise $10,000 to build a Podcast Studio Caravan. I know, it's weird and it's awesome and I want to travel around New Zealand and I want to go to schools and teach kids how to podcast because... I believe in it. I believe that this type of conversation is what the world needs right now. I don't think we need more clickbait, short-form stuff. I think we need more long-form, honest conversations with limited to no agenda about life, about what we're doing here. And I think only good things can come from that. So if you want to get on board and help me, you can jump on the Give a Little page and donate or spread the word share the message uh, uh, I've currently got about 1,550 so that's just amazing isn't it like 16 people have donated that's 16 people who believe that long form conversations are a-okay okay done that stuff let's get into today's show Andy Cleverly from Bus Life NZ joins me now Andy is an amazing person but he's also a person who's been through some tra- trauma who's been through some traumatic experiences and I won't ruin it for you but basically his thing is is he's had the corporate life and then this major incident happened in his life which made him see the world different his mind was blown and we go on a journey today uh, in this podcast a little bit about his journey and what he's doing now with the family traveling around New Zealand so look if you're interested in stories about living in a bus or tiny home living Andy is awesome to listen to and if you just want to be entertained for 30 or 40 minutes then stay on board with us I look forward to chatting with Andy with you joining us and yeah let's stop there let's get into this conversation thank you everyone everybody for watching and listening it's awesome you blow my mind we live in a world that encourages us to remove ourselves from the human experience whether it's looking at our phones too long forgetting how to talk to someone face to face or just straight up giving in and convincing ourselves that a chicken nugget is actual food it's not food it's silence i don't know about you but this freaks me out so i've started a podcast my antidote to this silliness it's time to blow our minds my name is Will Fleming. Welcome to my podcast. Please blow my mind. Andy, look at us. We are uh, living the dream, sitting by the beach for those audio listeners. Uh, we're in your home bus looking out over the ocean. I mean, 
Uh, what are you, mid-30s, something like that? Are 38 you? this year. Yeah, and you've got an ocean ocean view. Mate, I'm just a lifestyle millionaire. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Um, thank you, man, for letting me um, you know, come into your private space. We were talking earlier a little bit about how that's a new phenomenon in the world where there's this virtual version of you uh, which services lots of people around the world that you would have never met you know 10 years ago and there's the real version of you too and I feel like the internet's you know asking us to how do you align those two things you know it's like it's not a movie anymore where Tom Cruise can be a Scientologist in his private life but in his real life, he's, I mean, in the movie life, he's saving the world, you know, it's like... Is there a difference? I thought Scientologists were saving the world. Yeah, I think so. That's true. This episode brought to you by Scientology. <laughs> <laughs> nah, man, but it's, um, you know, it's just this real interesting space. And, and I actually don't know that many people who do, you know, um, video content for the internet. I mean, could you even have fathomed that that would be part of your story? Oh, mate, if you knew me oh, five years ago, you would think to yourself, there's no way this guy will be putting himself on the internet. <laughs> there's no way he'll put a camera in his face. It, I was the most camera shy person. True. Re I am introverted. Um, I, I, there's no way I put myself out there mm. like that. Uh, but it was just a case of I wanted to try something different. I wanted mm. to challenge myself. I wanted to put myself in uncomfortable situations, and uh, I've done that. And yeah. Well, I mean, you told me at a previous time we've chatted, and, and just guide me through how much you want to go into it. But uh, uncomfortable situations are something you faced. I mean, down in Christchurch, you know, and 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 um, I, I don't know how we want to kind of talk about this stuff, and and maybe I will start, and then you say, "Hey, man, don't go into that." But no, go go deep. You, you were in the Christchurch earthquake, yeah. And uh, had the prospect of, um, you know, being one of those numbers of people who passed away. Yeah, yeah, we were going to be one of those white seats that's in the in the display down there in Christchurch. So, Dude. and and I guess for me, it's like this idea that um, that moment, <clears throat> you know, I don't want to get kind of too metaphorical, but it kind of helped you see that there's more than just the standard go nine to five job you know stuff like that is that yeah, kind of right yeah absolutely so i guess for people who haven't heard the story before basically we were in the 25th floor of a high-rise hotel and when the when the earthquake hit and it was really badly damaged the um fire stairs collapsed the building was on a lean and we spent you know quite a few hours in that building who's we uh my wife amber oh, true yeah yeah oh, and right. and 15 other random people uh, including a guy called Jeremy from America who we happened to sort of just befriend and so the sort of three of us spent that those few hours together where you know potentially we were spending the last few hours of our life together mm. and honestly that's how it felt we were um, uh, yeah waiting for the aftershocks to bring the building down it was a race against time it was either get out or or be crushed so that was the the life changing moment when we were up there and we were mm. you know keeping our minds off what was going on but also kind of facing the the situation head on and saying to ourselves what are we going to do differently if we get out you know there's kind of like this idea that your genetic makeup or whatever you would call it has prepared you for that moment and most of us try and not ever get to that moment but you've been to the edge of the cliff you know and looked over and you know, now you, I mean, would you say you've kind of like uh, you shared a version of yourself 
and a new version of you emerged, you know, something that we would kind of say is more wise or, or, or tougher or, you know, I'm just trying to kind of find the terminology because it's not that common for people in general to talk like this, you know? Yeah, I think, um, I think the, the thing that happens in that situation is that you start to understand what, what it is that you're, you're here for mm. and things just kind of peer down to what is actually important. Mm. So we, um, I, I, think, I think when you're actually faced with that situation where you think I might be alive for 10 minutes, one hour, two hours, or, or maybe the rest of you know, the next 30 years or whatever, you don't know. It could be your last minute of life. And you really honestly go, what is important? What isn't important? What is life about? And I tell you what, you, you start to actually pare it down pretty quickly to the basics. Really? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, man, it's like I don't want to just move on to the next thing. I just want to sit in that moment for a second because I guess the thing for me, dude, is like um, I hear that from you, and then I try and and I've done this before because we've had a chat before. But I still try and thought to myself, well, how do I? How do you learn from that? Is it possible that we're so complicated as humans that um, you will tell me a story and then I will take some of that story on and learn from it? Maybe that's what story is throughout history, right? You know, we used to draw on the caves, and then you know, there's these stories through the Bible and all that, and and I think it's trying to offload that. But maybe you know, and this is a bit of a wild idea, but. Could we get to that stage with like, you know, computers and artificial intelligence and, you know, like Neo in the Matrix, he gets a patch downloaded. Could we potentially have a something downloaded into us just to, so from an early start, you know, it's it could all end like that. You know, we kind of uh, live in this world now where I, you know, I definitely don't contemplate death. You know what I mean? That's the one thing I don't do. Well, you you actively avoid that. Yeah. <laughs> that's what you don't want to think about. Yeah. Um, and that's the that's the problem. That's the problem. <laughs> as, as we all think we're immortal and everything, this is eternal. Mm. And you know, maybe religion's got a part to play in that because of eternal life and all sorts of stuff. True. You know, there's a lot of people waiting for that to come around mm. for the you know the the promised glory. Um, mm. And that nothing's guaranteed. I, I I just I just think that when you when you're faced with the potential of your life ending, you realize that nothing's guaranteed. Mm. And I don't know how to, I don't know how to pass that on to other people. Yeah. And I've never, I've, I've kind of given up trying mm. because it is honestly impossible. And we as humans now in 2018 are living the easiest time, the most comfortable time mm. we've ever lived. It's potentially the best time to be alive ever, True, but without any type of hardship. You you can't actually understand what life is. It's just too easy, mm. you know. Is that part of the reason that you live in a bus to acknowledge that, you know, this is um, we're one shot at this. Uh, see a different view every day. I mean, is that? Am I thinking too deep into it? Did you just want to get away from bloody the city? Bit of that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. There's a bit of bit of both because um, when you when you realise that, like you talk, touched on, you know that. The experience in the earthquake giving some potential wisdom and yeah absolutely because it brought on a whole lot of hardship after that true you know the getting out of the building was the easy part it was rebuilding my mental health over mm. the next five years that was the hard part and that was the struggle and the hardship and you realize through going through that that 
it's made you a better person. It's made right. you a wiser person, a stronger person, and then you want more of it. So it's not so much the almost dying. It's more the fact that you that broke you a bit and you had to rebuild yourself, and that's where the wise comes from. That's yeah, where yeah. The, the new outlook. Oh, how many how many of those wise people out there that you look up to or mm. that are doing great things in the world have sat on the couch for twenty five years and played mm. Xbox? And you go, wow, it's, he's got some wisdom because mm. he, he's beat, you know, level 17 of mm. what's the new game out there? Yeah, something. We're too know. old, bro. Yeah, We're yeah. too old. That's all right. That's all right. <laughs> um, so, you know, I think once I realized that and once I realized that um, life is just about a handful of experiences day to day and you should never wait to try and experience those, mm. then it was like, okay, let's, let's go and make this happen. Let's yeah. go and live our lives today because that's the only guarantee you've got is right now. Isn't it interesting that we talk about this stuff because I feel like, and I was saying to someone yesterday, you know, we seem to be in a time where if it can be measured, it can be leveraged. And I I start thinking, how do you measure love or a a good feeling or, you know, how um, being proud? Like, it's like all of those things that used to be the fabric or maybe still are the fabric or when it comes down to it, that's the stuff that really matters. Um, How do you quantify it? And I think that's the problem. We live in this kind of data-driven, you know, algorithm is a word you always hear you know it's like the algorithm knows and you know you're a youtuber you live in the algorithm dude it's like i saw something today there the algorithm took off the thumbnail of one of the youtubers things and replaced it with you know just a screenshot and some of the comments were like are you going to reimburse that person because that makes it look professional and that's a you know that is a great example because the thumbnail is a feeling and it's breaking the algorithm you know it's trying to connect at that one frame of life you know and and man that's where i guess the people who give you know the youtubers a hard time they should really think you know we're trying to express ourselves in different ways it's not just a case of being vain and filming yourself you know it's something it's something deeper but then i i do check myself and i think maybe i'm just in a frame of mind where i'm willing to go too deep too quickly you know it's like who the hell do you think you are by talking and making all these connections you know and at the end of the day i don't know and that's why i started this podcast because i I just generally don't know well i think i think people have to have conversations like this because um Otherwise, we're all just getting the same information yeah. and we're all, um, or it's just bland. It's all beige and we're all thinking the same and doing the same things. And mm. one thing that uh, I, you know, has been a, a really big uh, growth in terms of my mindset has been having these conversations and challenging norms and ideas and opinions yeah. and being okay with someone having a completely different opinion than me. Yeah. And also being okay with me having a different opinion than them, yes. even though they're friends or family. Yeah, it's like that's okay. Let's have a let's have a debate. Let's mm-hmm. have a chat, and then you know, still be mates afterwards. It's fine. Why do you think that is? Why do you think we there's a feeling again? I wouldn't say it's like a mandate. There's a feeling that is this a mandate? Uh, this is a mandate. <laughs> this is what the podcast should have been called. Yeah. Mandates with will, <laughs> with water views. <laughs> Um, we just need a bottle of Prosecco now. <laughs> I don't know why I went Prosecco. Uh, we're sitting by the fire. Dude, this, yeah, this, this ticks all the boxes under nice lights. <laughs> um, yeah, man, it's like this this idea that, you know, you've got to, 
I slightly forgot what I was saying. Something about pick pick your team, yeah, or yeah, yeah. or that you can't say certain things. Yeah. What happened to agree to disagree? You know, yeah. and and look, I don't want to open up a can of worms, but there was the Israel Falau thing. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, uh, at the end of the day, I don't kind of agree with him. But what's the alternative? Should we mm. take him out the back and shoot him? Mm. Should we stitch his mouth closed? Should we? And I guess the fundamental question is, should we be able to say anything we want? versus being told you can't say whatever you want. And I think that just sits in the um, I don't know basket for a lot of people, including me. Yeah, you know? yeah, I'm, I'm the same. I honestly feel like you should be able to say whatever you want. There's obviously some really gross things that people do say, and mm. we, we get some things. But um, at the end of the day, you can choose to hit delete on that comment or scroll past it mm. or have your say and move on. But... The cream rises to the top. Yeah. So the best ideas will rise to the top. So everyone will have their little audience, wherever that may be, and you can sit in your little team over there that says those mm. things that Israel Folau says, or you can sit in a different team that says different things, mm. and that's okay. Um, as long as you're not like really, really hurting people, I think it's okay, and it's up to you to take offense or not yeah. on a lot of the stuff. True, eh? And, and it's up to us to be able to turn off the device too, right? Yeah. And that's really hard. I don't know yeah. if I told you that story where, and it's probably stupid because it's in every podcast that I'm saying now, but a very short form, I went to have a crack at someone in the comments, uh, looked outside at my garden, it was full of weeds, and I said, go weed your garden first, and then if you still feel like commenting, um, go for gold. Mm. But you will at least not be a piece of crap by sitting there and contributing to the problem, mm. which is like, you know, you are wrong. Meanwhile, your garden is you know overweeded you know you know what i mean it's like i guess for me the sentiment is organize you and be the best version of you mm. even if you're wrong still aim to be the best version of you and then you know seek to then go out and tell i think we've got a flip day it's like people who don't have experience of anything are making rules for others to live by and mm. i wonder if that's partly what you've been able to just slipstream now with the bus is that you know it's like um, you don't have to worry about mortgage payments, you know, for people who make the rules on, you know, the government building 20,000 houses and sell selling them in Auckland for something like 600k each. It's like, well, could you buy your first home for 600k? Do you think it's reasonable if you didn't own two homes? And you know what I mean? It's mm. like there's all these things that, I, I don't know, it feels like we maybe... You know, this is like living in a cave. <laughs> you've you've taken it back. Yeah, that's how we feel. You know, it's just it's stripped back. It's pared back. Mm. Life should be pared back. Take away all the the unnecessary stresses and stuff and things mm. and items and pressures and expectations and egos and just go. There's back. a lot of things you're mentioning. Things and that yeah. pounds on the mind. Eh? Yeah, it does. Yeah. It does. And when you start to actually um, escape the expectation. You know, um, it's like a, there's a prison of expectation that goes on mm. in people in modern society, which is to be successful, to uh, have this career, to buy the things and have the cars and the houses mm. and the clothes. And once you can take your ego and go outside of those expectations, yep. you kind of are released from that prison of expectation mm. and you can shape your own way and be really comfortable with that and um, live your life away from 
caring about what other people think of you and you can actually just be happy in your own self and that's honestly like that's what this bus is it's just this little world of our own that we've created and we're so happy with and people can love it or they can hate it and we couldn't care less true eh? and that's that's an awesome thing that's an that's it's just simply awesome i'm trying to i try to get my head around it because as you're talking i'm agreeing and then i'm saying well am i living that way you know i've got the car payments i get the rent payments and i'm looking at this and that and the travel costs and all that stuff and it's like well if it feels too much, then we've just got to find a way to simplify it. Eh? And well, well, that's the thing. And we say to people, it's not. We we don't think everyone should live in a bus because that would fill up all the campgrounds and suck. But <laughs> Cramp your style yeah, too. Totally. Um, <laughs> but there's 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 ways that people should look at their own lives and say, what makes me happy? What makes me sad? What are the things that I want to do more of? Mm. And design your life around those things. When you said um the quakes broke you um what was the way you put yourself back together was it a personal journey or was it something that you had to seek actual help oh it was it was both for sure uh you know you go down these dark dark rabbit holes of of all sorts of things and you try and fix yourself and Mm. um invariably fails every time with every single person um mental health uh, issues are real and they're a disease and you think to yourself you know I'll just wake up every morning and try and be happy and that's mm. absolute BS you can't do that um, I said somewhere else actually you, you can't she'll be right your way out of it <laughs> yeah true you know um, and so it was a combination of seeking professional help getting support from Amber you know and her wonderful family mm. and once I had got that help and been given the support and the tools I needed. Then it was that personal journey to take that on board and make the decision to use the tools to get back, mm. and then, um, and then decide what 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 was life going to be. Yeah. Is it going to be back to the what I was doing before, or was it going to be living my you know my true self, mm. uh, our true self, and and taking on the life that we wanted to live. Mm-hmm. And then it was like, right, okay, I want to build towards something. Let's design our life. Let's design how we want to live. Let's write it down and let's work towards it. And that was like the the escape route. You know, that was the final puzzle That's piece awesome. to go, I've gotten here, I'm feeling like I'm ready to take on the world again. But once, I, once we had gone, right, this is the life that we want to live, then we just worked together and made that happen. And it was like this... There's kind of like light in the tunnel where it was like, right, once we get there, that that's this is the key, this is the goal, these are the things we have to work towards, and there's a purpose. Isn't it amazing how hard how hard life is? You know, it's like we think of this thing when you say life, it's a positive connotation. I mean, you've got it in your name of your brand. You know, it's like it's it's the thing that happens when you have a baby, you give birth to life, or something like that. But at the same time, it's like it's it's cruel. Yeah. It can waste you down to smithereens. Chance, I mean, it always wins. We all die, you know. And yeah, it's like uh, I think I think there's a different way to look at that though. And I, that's how I used to look at it. And I was like, you know, life life beats you. Life gets you down. Life tackles you. You know, takes you down and and beats you up. And then you you get to have a keep put your head above water for five seconds then it'll drag you down again and it's it's like you know life's hard life's a bitch and i i just 
I'm like now. And then I'm you like, die. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and I've kind of changed my mindset on that. And I, I kind of I think that was important for me to go after all that crap and go actually life's not that serious. And I think that's a real key. Is like when I when I go when I started to think to myself, it can't be this serious. You know, it's it doesn't need to be stressful. It doesn't need to be about success and money and things and people you know and all that doesn't like what if it's this is really crazy i'm gonna go really weird on you here but when i kind of thought to myself what if it's what if it's just a computer game what if (laughs) what if it's just my my computer game and everything else is a simulation and anything i do doesn't matter and it's not going to end badly because it's a game and it's not real and it's not that serious yeah and i started going oh so what if i just played the game whatever game I wanted to play I just went and played that game and it's going to turn out fine and then I was like oh well that's a weird thing to think no but, but let's let's just see how this plays out dude that's awesome and I think there's like Elon Musk said that's yeah. that's a possible outcome it's more possible that this is a simulation than there was the big bang theory that it's that's <laughs> actually probability is that this is a simulation I'm not saying I believe in that but yeah. like when you actually think about it it's not that serious. It's as crazy as anything else we will believe. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, it's 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 as crazy as trying to like go back to what love is. Explain what that is. It's as crazy as a simulation. Oh well, you will just have a a connection with someone. You will feel something towards them. It can sometimes make you cry. It can sometimes make you smile. Uh, but you know, it's just it's an inbuilt thing. Like that's a simulation is way more logical. Yeah, yeah, than yeah. love. You yeah, know, yeah. and. Yeah, man. No, I, I, I love that. I like that you you went there, and uh, the podcast. <laughs> I, I kind of had to. That you was have the, to. That you was the to. point I was it's at. It's caught, like, please, yeah. by my mind, and yeah, I think yeah. both of our minds are like, whoa, <laughs> that's some intense stuff. Well, I think the the point of saying that and the point of thinking that though is it it releases the expectation mm. and the pressure, and to say to yourself, um, this is this isn't that serious. Yeah, life doesn't need to be this serious when bumps in the road come along do you know what that's just part of the game Mm. and it always works out for the best yeah like i i don't i just don't understand how well i do understand because i was there but when things come along and they happen and and you you go oh life's got me again it's like no no this is just part of it and away you go and Mm. it always comes out for the best yep and it may change the course that you were planning, but you'll always come out okay. Mm. It's not life or death, unless it is life or death, you know, but it's just these things that come along and you you alter the course of your path along the way mm. and it's your mindset that decides whether that was a huge um, upset in your life or it was just a change of course and it's just not that serious. No, nah, man. I mean, I guess the thing I'll say is that if it's the Matrix, right, and it's this big simulation – when I first watched The Matrix and I realized what it was, I was like, that poor homeless guy. And, you know, there's a homeless guy in the um, in the subway. Yeah. And the, I think The Matrix was you could choose whatever you want to do mm. if you just believed it. Yeah. And he chose to be that way. And I guess I should be careful because, look, there's it's very much more complicated in the real world we live in. You know, you've got external factors playing mm. as well as your own internal you know it's like and and i would say even if everything's ticking as it should be like that's no guarantee that you will get to i'm gonna flip that on you though boom flip me what <laughs> what if that homeless guy 
is only there because of the way that Neo or whoever looked at the world, right? So that might not have been a, that person mm. that was there. That was just you looking through your eyes and that's what you see because that's how you see the world, you know? And I think that that's the point of it. It's like this world is here for me yeah, and I will live it how I want to live it. That's awesome. I'll shape it how I want to shape it. I'll design it how I want to design it. And there's no rules that say you can't live like that. Mm. There's no rules that say you have to live in a certain way and look at the world in a certain way. You, you can look at it and go, this is a great big playground and I'm just going to play on whatever I want to play on. Yeah. And there's, that doesn't matter. Yeah. You know, it, so I, I, I don't know. It's, that was kind of this mindset that I came up mm. with and it really helped me to go to make crazy decisions like living in a bus and whatever else we do in the future is like, well, no one's guaranteed to get out of this. Exactly. So let's just have a fun fun time while we're here. And it's working, dude. I don't know anyone else has got this kind of view. And for some reasons, humans still uh, value a view. You know, it's probably one of the biggest things when it comes to owning a property. Mm-hmm. And dude, you got a whole ocean at your... It can only be healthy. Look at that thing. Damn, that's awesome. Okay, we're going to take a short break and I'm going to roll a little advert for uh, Float Culture who's sponsoring this podcast. So thank you to Float Culture, Anton and the crew. Uh, I guess we may talk about floats after the little advert. Um, Yeah, see you in a second. It's about one minute if you want to get back to me and Andy going deep on our mandate. Just skip forward a minute. We think life is about having the latest phone. self-driving car, a fat-free, carefree, think-free living, trying to explain the complexity of the world in about 140 characters. Guess what? 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 Life is way deeper than that. To understand what we need as humans and how deep the human hole goes, we need to look inwards. We need to look at floating as a way to cut everything out, turn off the machine, and be with nothing. That's better. Now let's start this baby on. Engines, three, two, one, up and away. You see, life is busy, but floating gives us a super-powered, hypercharged connection with our mind that can relieve stress by simply doing nothing. If you want to explore your mind and the float culture of New Zealand, then jump onto floatculture.co.nz and book your float today. That's floatculture.co.nz. That's one small step for man, one giant leap for mankind. Um, hope you enjoyed that. So if you're keen to go for a float, um, go on to floatculture.co.nz. And have you done a float before? I think you said you had. Yeah, you were saying about the float culture. And uh, I have, I did, way back before Amber and I were married. Mm. And I was deep into the, the corporate world. And I struggled with True. it. True. Yeah. Like struggled just because it felt wrong to be in nothing? It felt wrong to not be doing anything. You know, and I was in this state of mind where I couldn't actually switch off and I was bored it was sounds stupid and I was like how is how can I enjoy this and I was bouncing myself around the tank and all sorts of stuff and I was like ready to get out and um and it was just I look back now and go how stupid that was just a total mindset thing of I was obviously extremely stressed and all sorts of stuff and couldn't switch off and um, now I'm just like, oh, my mindset has changed so much and I'm so stress-free. I'd actually love to go and try it again and just see the difference. Dude, we'll make it happen. Yeah. I think it would be awesome because, you know, the last time you went there, exactly, you were you were in that combat zone. Yeah. And to go there now with the brain you have and, and you know, isn't it funny that we can segment that to say it's basically a different version of you 
Not really, but it kind of is. Yeah, you know, yeah. I keep thinking about is it a cicada and it leaves its shell? Yeah, it would yeah. be easier for us to fathom it if we left a shell. Mm, hey, not mm. just, you know, I, someone said yesterday, uh, for some reason I was filming people cleaning uh, heat pumps. And I said, oh, what is all that stuff? And they said, oh, it's your dead scal- uh, skin cells. And I'm like, ooh, that's gross. And that's that happens, and you don't see that. All we see is the hand and a few lines for when we're getting older. Mm. But, yeah, so come on, whoever was organizing this, you should have made it like Andy is a or Will, if they're going to have this change moment, they can shed, yeah, you yeah. know? I Not to get, like, too deep, but I sometimes wonder if that's what um, the Jesus resurrection story is. Right, yeah. That, that was, you know, of course we took it, as yes we can come back from the dead but it was supposed to say you know ultimately you leave that behind you know it something will die and has to stay there mm. and you know like we see it in our gardens you know something dies and it brings life back i don't know i don't like know I it's think, too you know if you want to look into the history of religion and christ and all sorts of things you, you can that story has gone on for Mm. millennia mm. you know in terms of something dying and being reborn mm. um and I, I look i think i just think it's part of growing older you know i think you just become wiser i think you change i think it's natural i think it's actually like probably part of the reason that marriages fail you know you yeah. get married when you're 25 or 22 and, and then you both just change because you mature and you yeah. you know and all that sort of stuff and I think Amber and I are pretty lucky that we've managed to kind of go through a really similar experience, which changed our mindsets completely mm. together. Um, but you're also still together. Yeah. And that's the thing I, I think about. Uh, so I heard the other day that couples that do well have at least 90 minutes of talk time during the week. Oh, okay. And I wonder if you guys have that because you're around each other. And even if it's not like eye contact, it's like, oh, hey, you know, what's been happening? The justification was that, your stories have to align or you have to be aware of the other's story. Mm. If you're not aware of their story, what's happening at work, what's happening here and there, then you're up to make your own story mm. and two stories go different ways, you know? Yeah, 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 exactly. I think that's the key for us has been communication, mm. you know, through all of our ups and downs and we've had them. Uh, we've been able to talk through it and figure it out and like honestly, the last couple of years has been incredible for our relationship because you know, beforehand it was a real struggle, honestly. Like it was... We went, we went together we yeah. went spending time together and um, and now we're together as much as we want to be and apart as much as we want to be um, but it's awesome mm. it's incredible have you visited um, on your rabbit hole internet things a website called I think it's humanprogress.org no I haven't heard of it so there's this website that gives you good stats on good things and I think there's one of these stats which is something like in 2012 the you know um what do they call it, poverty, but, you know, the worst version of it, like um, extreme poverty, mm. was something like 60%. And since then, like this year, it's down to something like 6% or something. And I guess the whole idea and why I'm going down this is, like, good things are happening, but I'm just interesting to take your take on how people perceive the world. It would kind of feel like, you know, with Trump and all that stuff that, 
we're ready for collapse you know that there's a a new thing about to happen which is I, I don't know what that new thing is maybe that's why I'm podcasting and I'm trying to find my way through well who's right is it is it all on the verge of ending or are we actually just going really good and can't see it and we and you can only whinge when things are going good you know I think it's um again comes down to do you take life seriously or not mm. um I don't let that sort of stuff bother me. I just kind of get on with shaping my own life and, yeah. what I, and how I see the world. And um, I, I think there's a lot of kind of worry and negativity. And I think that uh, the internet's awesome, but it's also it sucks because we get more information now than we ever did. And yeah. some of the this stuff has been happening forever. We're just getting to see more of it. Yeah. Right. It's like when earthquakes happen around the world and everyone freaks out because. Oh my gosh, there's earthquakes happening. Well, earthquakes have always happened. It's just that we know about every single one of them now. Volcanoes have always erupted, but we would know about every single one of them. Murders have always happened. All that stuff. (laughs) You know, and we just know about it all now. And we, just like YouTube, go back and have a look at all of our videos and you'll see all the negative stuff that happens on our videos have huge views and all the really awesome, like our favorite vlogs, which are like us enjoying the beach and having these awesome views and stuff, they get hardly many views. Is that right? So it's exactly the same um, shape that news takes. They just want views. You know, they're there to sell ads. Mm. So they want as many screens on their stuff as possible. So the more negativity and scaremongering and drama that they can put on there, the more that average Joe will click on that. And it sucks. But that is... The information we're being fed is the information that we are seeking out. So when you seek out the other stuff, you'll see there's a whole bunch of good stuff going Mm. on in the world. But if you only allow people to give you the information, then that's what they're going to give you. And you think it's a a personal responsibility to make sure you're balancing that just consciously to know that – you know, you have to not take it too seriously or look for the brighter thing. And I, I think it's about everything in your life. If you choose only what's been given to you, then you're only going to have the same opinion as everybody else. Mm. So whatever decision you're making, there's so many decisions to make when you're a parent. You know, do I do this or that or sleep training, crying it out, bed, co-sleeping, whatever, you know, anything. Um vaccinations Mm. breastfeeding the whole lot if you're only taking one side of the story of the mainstream that's been given to you you're only getting that information to you you're being there's scaremongering there's all sorts of stuff going on and you you should be able to go out and find what both sides of the argument you probably still decide to do the mainstream thing Mm. but at least you're being you know given given the information and you can make that decision and you can shape your view of the world um, 100% agree just the thing that I always come back to is that it all feels so logical what we're saying that it seems like a given that people should live like that anyway I think we just for some reason do you think saying it out loud is different or doing it out loud like what you've done with the bus you know having those signals of you know making sure that when you wake up it's like you know you're in your bus and what that represents and that's like a trigger for you to keep, you know, your navigating force in the right direction. And yeah, I can see how that can get forgotten when, you know, you're, 
your only reason for your house is to sleep to get up the next day to go to work get stuck in that traffic and go along that whole journey and you know your overtime hours and come home and what's happening with the kids and you know it's like uh, I was having a look at someone's calendar recently and it was just like every moment was booked out yeah and I was like far out and it's really weird to say this but that's easier that's easier true it's it's um it's way harder to live like this even though it's way more enjoyable and and whatever but it's way easier just to go with the crowd you know just to go with the flock and and away you go and um even though it's really hard you know it's hard Mm. to live like that and i couldn't i honestly was like i can't see myself living for the next 30 years of my life like this just doing this over and over (laughs) and over you know i just couldn't see the point of it but it was way easier yeah honestly it was and the number of times doing this, living this life, where we've gone, oh, let's just go back to that, yeah, because it's just easy. It's there. You don't have to think about anything. Your news feed comes in. Your TV channel comes mm-hmm. in. You go to the supermarket and push your trolley around, and you know you know that every morning this, I have to be at work at this time, and I can come home at this time, and I'll eat my dinner, and I'll go to bed, and I'll get up and do it again. I don't have to think about it. It's just I don't know. I, I just find like it's it's way easier to do that and that's okay if you're enjoying it true and i guess do you think you know do you think you could be wrong do you think that's maybe the right way to live yeah oh nothing's guaranteed i've said this over (laughs) and over nothing is guaranteed oh we could we could wake up in 10 years time and go what have we done we're living in a bus and you know we've got to retire and what are we going to do you know um and that's that's a that's a reality for everyone. Mm. Nothing is guaranteed. Nobody knows how this ends. And you you just have to choose your path. Yeah. And I think that's, you know, for us, our path is this. And for anybody else, their path is their path. And I think I'd never hold that against anybody. Whatever decision you've made, you've made. Just um, just make sure that you have made that decision. Yeah. I think that's the key is like don't just accept that this is the way that life has to be because this is what everyone else is doing mm. if you honestly look around you and go these are all my these are all my options but I like what I'm doing awesome mm. you win mm. you know and I think that's yeah. the key no man I, I just wholeheartedly think that there's something so empowering about that too you know like I I guess starting about two years ago I made that decision to try and aim towards you know, what would my day look like if it was only stuff that I kind of enjoy, you know, and it's stuff that I am good at. And and I don't know if I had 100% realized, or I know I haven't 100% realized what that could be, but I do know the feeling of getting up this morning without the feeling of, oh man, mm. I got to get up. Like, oh, I think I was awake at 5.30 and I was like, wonder what it will be like visiting Andy and you know your mind starts trickling away at I could do this thing or you know is it, should I just turn up with some shopping because they live in a bus and sure they would like fresh milk you know and like at the end of the day it's like you know turn up with some coffees and we got on and it's exactly how I thought it would be but it's a perfect example of you know I'm not trying to fill my day with things that I think I should do it's things that I want to do and and um, I think the only tricky bit for me is I still have the other job. Mm. And so I'm trying to make sure I train myself to give enough of my uh, expertise, although it won't be my passion, generally speaking, because I still get to do this kind of stuff, but for someone else. Yes. So I try and be professional and mm-hmm. say I will 
give you my time the best I can but it's hard not to think of like this week I'm like sweet I'm going to see Andy this weekend we're going to do a podcast we're going to do some filming oh, I better get back to my other work you know yeah, yeah, but yeah. I still won overall because yeah. I wasn't you know um, I wasn't full of anxiety and I was I was controlling it and I can only kind of put it down to you know if you go step back step back step back it's because I'm doing something that I I know I can do Mm. You know, so like the the whole filming and editing, although I am, am not the best, I know what I can make. And so I don't have to fill in the blanks. Maybe that's where we get confused, you know. Like I've had those jobs where you've got to fill in the blanks to some extent mm-hmm. and, and, and wing it. Yeah. You know, like I can remember one of those jobs. <laughs> <laughs> I think, uh, yeah, I mean, I agree. I think for us, we wake up every morning and do whatever we want to do yeah. to a degree. You know, there's still... I think, don't get me wrong, we don't wake up every morning and just kind of sit on the beach all day and do nothing because we work hard. We, you know, we have other goals and dreams that we want. We want to do, you know, not just sit in a bus constantly and, and, you know, travel New Zealand. We want to travel the world. We want to do all sorts of things. Um, So you have to work towards those things, you know. Yes, at some point we're going to be too old to keep vlogging. I'm sure no one wants to sort of see an 80-year-old vlogging. Um, (laughs) So, you know, we still have to think about that. It's mm. not just a case of we're just, we've just given up and we're just going to live day to day. But, you know, we, we're doing it on our own terms. We're doing things we want to do. We're doing it in the way that we want to do it. And guess what? I'm more driven now than I've ever been in any job. Right. Because it's my time. It's my success. Mm. It's, it's our success. And everything that we do sitting at this table, it, is, it contributes to the future for ourselves directly there's no cap on it yeah you know there's no pat on the head that says good boy from the boss exactly it's it's like you know it's a direct your your success is in direct correlation to the effort you put in Mm. and that's the exciting thing for us dude that's awesome and and probably a nice place to kind of wrap up uh the last question i ask every guest at least i'll try is um you know the podcast is called please blow my mind do you have a uh blow your mind moment and I guess I ask that because I think part of the reason I want a podcast with that connotation of mind expansion is that's how I think the path forward is forged by seeing a different perspective by sharing a moment by not looking at the same thing the same way because you can't you know you've you are now more wise you know you've you've seen something you've been through something i mean did you have a a moment that um, and you can take a second to think that you know changed your mind forever well i mean uh, there's the obvious one of the earthquake true you know <laughs> and that was it you know that was that was the moment that that changed my mindset but i think the i think I kind of touched on this before, but when things happen and you've gone, oh, the world's beat me. I think when you can take the the bad stuff that happens and you can look at it as positive. You know, for me, the moment that I could look back at the earthquake happening and say, I'm really glad that that happened to me. That was that blow my mind moment where it was like, wow, I never thought I'd be able to say that mm. because I took that terrible moment and I turned it around and I did something with it. And I think that for me was like this moment where 
kind of we launched from there mm. where Amber and I both said we are finally glad that that happened to us. Wow. So yeah, it was, isn't that a weird thing? It's super weird, and it's it's almost it's almost embarrassing to say because 185 people died, right. and I was really embarrassed to say that for a long time. But now I look at it and go, actually, you know what? I lived, and because of the way because I lived, I'm living awesomely and. It's almost like in respect for those people that died, yeah. I'm living the life, an amazing life that they didn't get to live and doing it almost for them. Dude, and what an awesome, that's so freaky, the amount of burden you took. You know, it's like you cannot see the world the same because they can't see the world. So mm. you're, you know, you're forced now to always make that call, you know. And yeah, man, I think that's... uh that's a mind blowing moment, dude. And I don't know if you if you mind talking about that stuff. I mean, I certainly I kind of don't want to talk about that with you, but it's just it's so intense that I feel like no one talks about anything like that. You know, that should be the lead story every night. They should find people who have gone through the freakiest stuff and come out the other side, you know, like reborn into this just machine, not a machine, more like what a human's supposed to be, you know, ultimate meaning. Andy, thanks for blowing my mind, man. It's, um, it's been awesome to hang out with you. Um, where can people catch up with you if they want to follow your journey and catch up with, um, you know, your adventures? Yeah, uh, so we are on YouTube. You can search Bus Life NZ. We're on Facebook under the same thing, Instagram the same thing, and our website, buslifenz.com. It's just a Bus Life NZ extravaganza. Boom. <laughs> lots of life, lots of buses. Uh, thanks again, man, for joining me. And for all those listening and watching out there, have an awesome day. Take what you will. At a minimum, you know, give yourself a hug. You know, maybe you're in the Matrix and it's all for nothing, or maybe it's the ultimate plan. Either way, responsibilities on you go out there and do something cool don't take it too seriously boom just quickly before i do my big ask let me tell you a bit about me my name is will fleming and i'm almost 38 years old i love my family and my job as a video creator i'm slowly turning into a grumpy old man who can't tolerate how society is being oversimplified and undercomplicated because people can't be bothered looking up and saying hi get off my lawn So my plan is to have more awesome conversations with amazing people inside a caravan built in a mobile podcast studio and that's where I need your help. (sighs) So let me break down my big idea a little more. It's a mobile podcast live stream caravan. Imagine a road with a caravan. And inside that caravan on a road is a podcast studio with two beautiful people. You see, we don't need more clickbait, short form, oversimplified, oversimplified, chicken nugget type content of one size fits all. What we need is long form, interesting content that puts the human back into the internet. But I need your help. I need your help, bro. And it all starts by building this mobile studio. And thanks to the magic of dad science, I've worked out exactly what I need. I need one million dollars. I need you to help donate what you can to raise $10,000 to buy an old caravan, do it up and invite you on a road trip of ideas that will blow your mind. The question I have is, will you back me up? Will you help me? If the answer is yes, 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 then please click on my give a little page and donate what you can to make this dream come true. Do it. Just 
do it. Okay, catch you later.